You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's do it, everybody, on a Monday. Locked on Lions, Locked on Podcast Networks. We played it, Matt Derry, with you on this Monday, December 21st, into Tuesday, December 22nd. To quote the great rapper Jack Harlow in his smash single, What's Poppin'? My body got rid of them toxins. Mm-mm. Sports Center Top 10. End quote. The toxins are gone. The Braden Combs era is over. The Lions fire their special teams coach this morning because yesterday he goes rogue and calls a fake punt behind Daryl Bevel's back. (laughs) You can't make this stuff up. We'll get into it here on Locked On Lions. A stunning turn of events this morning. Locked On Lions brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring, launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th. Preview it now exclusively at BlueNile.com. All right, Daryl Bevel spoke today, Lions interim coach. You will hear from him as his 12 of his 15 minutes of his press conference were all dedicated to the firing of special teams coach Braden Combs. I have many takes on it. You will hear from Bevel and what he had to say. He was very open, very honest, very candid. We'll play you that coming up momentarily. Find us on Twitter, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Lockdown Lions, and also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Let me be very clear here. The Detroit Lions are a 5-9 and nine franchise. All right, they're without a coach. They're without a general manager. And be quite honest, they're without a football man at the very top. They've just added Chris Spielman, and I lauded the organization last week for doing so. But now, more shit is hitting the fan in Allen Park And yesterday, in their blowout loss to the Tennessee Titans, down two scores in the fourth quarter, their special teams coach goes rogue and calls a fake punt without the interim head coach knowing what the heck was going on. And now, this morning, Daryl Bevel wakes up, makes this decision, calls, as he said today, his boss, and you'll hear from Bevel momentarily, Rod Wood, to say, I've been thinking about this all night. we got to get rid of this guy. He's a special teams coach that made a call on a fake punt without my consent. Braden Combs, to me, is the second best assistant coach on this staff. The Lions rank fourth in special teams efficiency, according to Pro Football Focus. They've got a heck of a punter. Pretty darn good kicker, although Prater hasn't had the best year. Coverage teams have been good. Return teams have been good. Jamal Agnew's had a nice year. And Combs is fired. Just like that, fired. MLive.com's Kyle Mikey wrote a piece today saying, look, the Lions might be dysfunctional, but this is the right call. And, quote, this was not a one-time mistake, according to a team source. 
Combs has angered people in the organization for behavior that was described as me first by a team source. And for an organization still very much reeling from the failures of the Quintricia era on and off the field, says Meinke, many of which were rooted in me first behavior, it's easy to understand the decision to fire a coordinator for such rogue behavior, messy as that decision might be, end quote. Then why didn't you just fire his ass when you fired Patricia? What are they doing in Allen Park? What are you doing? Oh, oh, we're we're building a new culture. If Braden Combs was such a problem and such a me-first guy, then why wasn't he fired weeks ago? This organization right now thinks they're thinks they're lighting these fires now. We got this cultural fire. We're gonna start a cultural fire. You're still fucking underwater. This is a joke. The guy's a darn good special teams coach. You got guys like Jamal Agnew and Jason Cabinda and others tweeting, can't believe he's gone. Man, what are we doing, Agnew asks. But Daryl Bevel apparently, look, what, what Braden Combs did yesterday was probably not a very good idea. But you're firing him? And now you're leaking out to your beat writers. Oh, Braden Combs, a bad guy, angered people in the organization for his behavior. You brought Matt Patricia back in year three. What about his behavior? Oh, it's a it's a new regime now. Chris Spielman's around. Well, according to Burkett, Rogers, Mikey, Chris Spielman had nothing to do with Braden Combs getting fired. This tough guy, Rod Wood, he's he's sauntering around Allen Park. With the pink slips. Oh, look at big tough Rod's in charge. But see, Rod, you let Matt Patricia come back after year one and after year two, where he was a me first guy. He was a a a, a, or a poor, poor behavior guy. Now the Lions are this cultural manifesto operation. Now all of a sudden they're we're building a culture. You're not building anything until the new GM and the coach get in here. All of y'all suck. And Daryl Bevel is, is making the call on firing assistant coaches. He's an interim coach. There's two games left, fellas. This is ridiculous. Again, they're, they're, they're trying to be this tough. They have this new mindset they think they have. You keep losing games. Your defense is embarrassing. Now, Am I saying what Braden Combs did was the right thing yesterday? No. And they didn't even get the uh, um, uh, the fake. C.J. Moore ran, and he was a half yard short. Daryl Bevel, well, now we know why Daryl Bevel didn't challenge the spot. It looked close. Probably a challengeable play. Not Probably it was. Bevel decided not to do it because his special teams coach disobeyed him. But this operation in Allen Park thinks, well, we've got to clean this up now. But you guys didn't clean it up for three years. Now all of a sudden, you're just firing everybody. Rod Wood loves this. He's eating this up with a spoon. Big bad Rod's running the franchise. Let's just fire another special teams coach. How many freaking special teams coaches have you guys fired over the last four years? 
My gosh, it's embarrassing. This is like the 17th special teams coach in four years. What are they doing? Now, you want to get in Braden Combs' face? You, you want to communicate maybe with him that he's a problem? Last three years, Lions special teams coaches, Joe Marciano, Devin Fitzsimmons, uh, Devin Fitzsimmons, John Bonamigo, Braden Combs, and now Marquise Williams. So that's five in three years. No, but, but, but we're fixing the culture. The culture. Maybe you need to win some games. Let's get a new GM and coach in here before we start talking about how Pollyanna we are with our culture all of a sudden. Daryl Bevel is a super nice man. That, that Great. Nothing's going to change in two weeks. This could have waited. Take Braden Combs into a room and say, hey, shape up or ship out. We're not putting up with this anymore. Firing him and making this a spectacle today? Like, it's time to clean this up. But for three years, you had an asshole running your team that the players all hated, and he got away with murder and lost games, calling players the C-word. But he got to come back. But now all of a sudden, you're all tough firing your special teams coach, who's pretty highly regarded. This stinks. Give me a break. Yeah, the... You know, Chris Spielman talked last week about the culture and everybody's got to be together, so we we better get rid of these bad people. (laughs) Okay. Goes against everything you guys have been doing for the last few years. It's ridiculous. Twitter, at Derry Speaks, at Locked On Lions. Matt Derry Facebook fan page as well. I think this whole thing is a hoax. Braden Combs did a good job. And now the powers that be are all leaking it out to the beat writers. And the beat writers are doing their job. What a bad guy Braden Combs was. That's the first, the first I've ever heard this. All of a sudden, he's the cancer. Did he? Am I excusing what he did yesterday? No, I'm not. Going rogue and calling a fake punt? <laughs> Wrong on every account. But firing him? Please. What about our friends at BetAG? All right. Uh, or excuse me, betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the best, all right? Ready for some Monday Night Football tonight? Want to put a bet down on Pittsburgh and Cincinnati? It is simple, all right? With the playoff picture becoming more clear, you want to wager, there's only one place that's got you covered. One place that we trust, and that's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus, all right? NFL. Games of the week, excuse me, I'm excited. Tampa Bay already seven and a half point favorite over the Lions next Saturday. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at Bet Online uh, underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business on social media at BetOnline underscore AG. Sign up for that free account. Promo code locked on. You're going to get the bonus. Check out the hashtag as well. Bet online. All right. So the Lions have uh, rid themselves of this cancerous special teams coach, Braden Combs. Daryl Bevel at the podium earlier today. Let's hear from the Lions interim coach on this very difficult decision that he had to make earlier today. 
obviously on the decision to fire Braden, if you can walk us through why, was this an accumulation of something? Was this one thing related to, to yesterday? Why, why do this and why do this now with two games left in the year? Yeah. Um, you know, Mike, as, as, as I, um, started this, this job here five weeks ago or whatever it was three weeks ago, you know, I talked in terms of, you know, for me, it was a, it was a five game audition and for each and every one of us, it was a, you know, it was an opportunity to show our best shelves, uh, show, you know, show who we are, um, play together as a team, you know, uh, you know every, everybody had an opportunity to be evaluated. Like I said, whether you're being evaluated here, whether you're being evaluated for somewhere else. And, um, you know, so, um, it's part of, part of the evaluation and, um, you know, obviously, uh, the decision yesterday that was made in the, in the game, um, you know, was, was not a correct decision. And, uh, so, you know, I, I thought long and hard about it last night and, um, you know, I, I ended up talking to Rod and, you know, told Rod, you know, what my thoughts were and then Rod and, uh, you know, the rest of the, um, the leadership group, uh, made a decision and then, uh, you know, helped me in that decision. Was like you said, the decision yesterday wasn't the right one. Did was that not communicated to you at all? And has this been something that is this the? I mean, obviously you're you're only in this role for a few weeks, but was this something that was going on even when Matt was still the head coach? Like, or explain that a little bit. Last part of the question, Mike. I can't I can't uh, answer what was going on when you know with the communication with with uh, when Coach P- Patricia was here. I can answer you know the communication that we have. Um, there's, there's, there's clear lines of communication. Um, there's, there's basic protocols that, that we use each and every game. Um, so going into a game, we'll have had meetings to, to determine our parameters on things that, you know, that we would like to do in the game, uh, whether it be offense, whether it be defense, whether it be special teams. Uh, we communicate in terms of the parameters, and then those parameters may, may change during the game um, because of situations. So, for example, as we're going through a, as we're going through a drive, as we were in that drive, um, there in the in the fourth quarter, you know, there's there's 12 minutes, 34 seconds to go in that in that uh, in the game. We're down two scores. Uh, Matthew had just been had just been hit on second down on the little fumbled snap. He had just been hit on third down on the next play. Um, so just assessing the whole situation, the communication that we have, um, you know, it, it can change each and every drive. We're, we're communicating, you know, whether we're in minus ter- territory, whether we're in positive territory. And uh, always trying to stay on top of situational ball. So yes, there's a decision to be made there. Um, the decision for me was, um, you know, I have to assess everything. Um, you know, I'm assessing that the quarterback is, you know, not in a good way. And so also with the score and where we were, we had three timeouts left plus the two-minute warning. You know, and Jack is punting really well. I thought it'd be best to flip the field um, and keep us in the game there, uh, down down two scores. We get the ball back. You saw how the offense was going with a really good chance. Um, if I'm going to go for it there, I'm going to leave the offense out and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to trust Matthew with the ball. And, uh, you know, that that didn't happen in the situation. Um, and there's some things that could be different, um, you know, like, you know, I would be standing in a different spot, could have made really good decisions in that and not knowing what was going on, um, you know, led to bad things happening. So just to be clear, so you told, did you tell him to punt and then yes. he decided on his own to go with the fake is that accurate yes okay thanks bev i appreciate it yep John? yeah bev i got a couple questions about uh brayden what in, in your deliberation was there ever consideration for a less severe punishment just based on his work with the special teams and the success that he did have his first year here in detroit 
Um, yeah, I mean, it was a, you know, to be honest with you, John, it was a, it was an agonizing decision. You know, it's, it's something that was hard, really hard for me. Um, you know, I thought, it, I, I thought it'd be really important to, to think on it a lot. Um, you know, I really thought about it, uh, you know, basically all night long. Um, I ended up, you know, getting, getting hold of Rod and, and talking it through with Rod. And, you know, there, there are some things that you, you can do, and I feel like you can, you know, you can come back from. And then I think there's some decisions that, um, you know, that you don't, you don't make those decisions. And, you know, there's got to be repercussions because, um, you know, there, there's a lot of people that uh, are making similar decisions or, you know, in, in, different, in different ways. And so, um, you know, again, I'm just trying to do what's best for this team and put this team in the best situation to be able to win. And then I guess I guess what everyone would be wondering is what was his explanation when you discussed with him that decision that he made was it aggressiveness or something that spur of the moment or what was his reasoning for a decision like that? Yeah, um, you know, to be honest with you, John, I would like to just keep the you know the communication that we had you know private, um, you know, and uh, you know I, I hope you know hope the best for for Braden, but um, you know it, it just was a decision that I felt I needed to make. Thank you, I appreciate it, Chris Burke. <laughs> Hey, Daryl. Um, I guess just a couple points of clarification from me. Um, obviously, a, a lot of focus on that call yesterday and on that play. Were there other things that had happened in the two weeks before that, since you've taken over as head coach, that had you moving in that direction uh, before that? Or was this just focused on the one specific moment? Yeah, Chris, I think I'm, I think I'm just going to, you know, leave it at that moment and, uh, you know, not really get into all the all the behind the things stuff. You know, I don't want it to, you know, to turn into this, you know, this, this big thing, I just, you know, it was a decision that I thought was best for the team and, you know, we're going to continue, continue to move forward. And then just on the kind of chain of command, I guess you mentioned talking to Rod and then Rod talked with the leadership group um, who actually made the final call there. And then who was responsible if, if you can share for telling Braden? Well, uh, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, for, for me, just like I said, as you know, with the, uh, with the interim tag, I totally understand my situation, you know, and I understand that I have, you know, five weeks to be able to, to do this for now. And, um, you know, I, I've been given, you know, the authority to, um, you know, to manage the coaching staff and, you know, to, you know, to, to work with those guys. And so first it was, you know, my decision to start, but obviously it's one that, uh, that I cannot make by myself. I do have a boss as well. So, um, you know, I took it to Rod and, um, and then I waited to hear from him what, what they thought was best. And so I would say, you know, clearly it was an organizational, organizational decision, you know, not one that I made on my own, um, but, but I did have input in the decision. I very candid, very open and honest, Daryl Bevel. There's nothing you could say bad about him as a person. He is a top-notch individual. Um, and, and answering all those questions and fielding them all from the beat writers, uh, that was terrific. Give Daryl Bevel credit. Uh, I think he's in over his head as an interim head coach. It's obvious that Braden Combs didn't have any, any respect for him. The team keeps losing, and uh, it's still a circus. That's the bottom line. The Lions are cutting their losses by firing Combs, but I, I just I, I don't I don't understand where this is all going, and I cannot wait until this team brings in a general manager and a head coach and lets them run this thing, because them running it on their own isn't working. Isn't working at all. PFF scores from yesterday's loss to the Tennessee Titans. Who played well for the Lions? Top five offensive and defensive players. We'll tell you that coming up next. First, Built Go, the solution to breaking through your wall. It's this gel, this workout gel, and it tastes so good. All right. 
I love the folks at Built Go. I love the folks at Built Bar, and everything that they're doing is fantastic. But if you need that energy boost, you want to break through your wall during the afternoon, but you don't want to eat anything, I'm telling you, take this Built Go gel. Eat it. It's awesome. It's the best workout gel on the market. It's a five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for your body. Three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, my favorite, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein, all right? Fast absorbing, gets through your system fast. Like I said, easy on the stomach, and it tastes very good. How do you get it? Go to the website, builtgo.com. Use the promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, L-O-C-K-E-D, for 20% off at builtgo.com. Built Go, let's go. All right, so, of course, the Lions were a loser yesterday to the Tennessee Titans. The Tybo Titans. I remember when uh, I was uh, working at DFN, and Art Regner used to call the Detroit Titans, the UDM Titans, the Tybo Titans. Uh, Tennessee 46, Lions 25 yesterday. And uh, the fake punt, all the rage. The Lions special teams coach going rogue. He gone. Uh, <laughs> They didn't even challenge the spot because Bevel was so frozen that his special teams coach disobeyed him. Um, <laughs> nothing has changed. Nothing has changed, folks. Nothing has changed. Um, not yet, at least. I, I think it has a chance of changing. Chris Spielman is good. I, I like some of the things they're doing, but <laughs> I, I just, you know. Rodwood loves this. He loves hearing Daryl Bevel say, I called my boss Rod, and Rod and the group made the decision. Nobody knows who the group is, but everybody knows Rod now. Rod's become the face of the Lions. Ford Family Estates accountant running the Lions. All right, um, at least for now. Pro Football Focus grades for the Lions. Top five offensive players in yesterday's loss to the Tennessee Titans. Hunter Bryant got a 91.0. Hmm. Made a really nice catch. Marvin Jones, 79.3. Muhammad Sanu, 74.8. Matthew Stafford, 73.7. We're going to talk a lot about him tomorrow on the show. Halapulavati Vitae was back, then got injured again. 68.4. On defense, the top-rated defender, no surprise, Romeo Okwara with a 90.3 grade. He's been very good this year. Uh, Nick Williams, 76.2. Mike Ford, 72.1. Austin Bryant, 70.7. He'll be a guy on the team next year. And J. Ron Curse, he'll be a guy not on the team next year. 68.1. Um, any surprises? No. Any shocks? Not really. The Lions were overmatched yesterday by the Titans. Tennessee is a superior team. Tennessee is a division-leading type of team and a playoff team in the AFC. And the Lions are the Lions. And uh, like I said, we'll talk a lot tomorrow about this Matthew Stafford situation. By the way, news breaking this evening, Jim Caldwell. That's right. Jim Caldwell, the Reverend, interviewed today for the Houston Texans. Head coaching job. Awesome. Hope Jim gets an opportunity. Glad he's getting an interview. Um, former Texans GM Rick Smith reportedly interviewing for the Lions GM job today, but we knew that. 
They're also going to talk to Scott Pioli and Thomas Dimitrov this week as well. All right, there's your money ed- Monday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Fired up today. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.